Welcome to One Sick Beat. I am your host, One Sick Beat. Here at One Sick Beat, we don't cry, we thrive, we don't whine, we whine. Wine in today. And today I want to shout out Black Girl Magic. They are sisters from one is overseas and one is here and they united. Their story is interesting. Look them up. Shout out to Black Girl Magic Wine. We doing things. But first of all, remember the definition of one sick bee is a strong individual that fights through unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at us without warning, but refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. Today I have a very beautiful young girl. Let me tell y'all, I thought I was being bamboozled when she had added me to, to her, her friend, excuse me, on Instagram. They're both MS articulation. I was like, who is this? Here, I thought it was one of those uh, girls like, go figure, come come get me, come see me. Let's have, you know, one of those, the what are they, spam? Because she was so beautiful. When I looked on her profile, I seen a young girl affected by MG, the sister disease to multiple sclerosis. Um, it says the definition of MG is also known as MG. It's a rare neuro neuromuscular disorder. When the first case of MG was documented in 19, oh, 1672 by Thomas Willis, Thomas Willis, correction. Now, MG, when you look at the diagnosis of it, it's a neuromuscular disorder. That's what it said. Neuromuscular disorder. She can expand more on what a neuromuscular disorder is. But today I want to introduce Lex, the MG warrior. She's young. She's beautiful. Like I said, I thought that I was being punked and it was something else other than that. But when I followed her page, I noticed that she was explaining and being so diligent and so beautiful and glory and humble about her situation to open it up to everybody else. Which to me is important because when I was younger, I got diagnosed at seven. I didn't have the voice to speak up how she has the voice right now. It took me years. I'm in my 20th year and I'm just now speaking up and actually talking about what's going on, what I've been through. Where she's younger and she's going through these experiences. And my God, she's a beautiful girl, beautiful soul. And she allowed me to do this interview. So let me stop bragging on her and introduce Lex, the MG Warrior. How are you, Lex, today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really you excited. You are so, man, it's my honor. I love what you're doing. I love uh, your videos. And we'll get into the YouTube page. You can go check out of hers and her Instagram a little later in the interview. So, first of all, I always ask everybody because COVID has been very interesting. Hmm. How have you been doing during COVID? How, have, how has your mental space been? And also... Are you getting vaccinated? Have you got vaccinated? What is your thoughts? Um, so when COVID first started in 2020, I was doing just like everybody else. Um, just mentally, I wasn't there. Physically, I wasn't doing well. Then as time has progressed to where we are now, I'm starting to do a lot better. With the vaccine, I'm, I just started a new treatment, so I'm not able to get vaccinated yet. But in a few months when I'm able to, I'm going to look into getting vaccinated. So hopefully it works out for me. What about you? Right, um... I even made a video about it. I was going to get the vaccine one day, and then I found out that I had to wait so long after my infusion. So now they have notified me that there's a place to get vaccinated. And my thing is, I know that getting vaccinated is the right thing to do, but I'm always so, I'm I'm one of the people, I already feel like I'm going through something already, so I don't want anything extra. But I know that we, our bodies cannot 
take COVID. I'd like four four. Uh, shout out to my grandma, Earth the Graham. I lost my grandmother to um, COVID four four. Oh, I'm sorry. So, uh, oh, thank you. Uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm kind of up in the air about it, and you know, so Lex has been was 25 years old, and she was diagnosed in 2015 with MG. So Lex, my question is, can you say actually explain what MG is? Say the actual word. I always say MG because I don't want to mess it up. So can you explain what MG is? And first, before you explain what MG is, can you start from your diagnosis or before if you felt like you had any previous symptoms before you got diagnosed? Excuse me, my articulation is off today. But go ahead and uh, I'll let you have pass the mic to you. Okay. Um, So MG is also called myasthenia gravis. So myasthenia gravis, it's a tongue twister. And just imagine being diagnosed with that. I was like, what the heck is a myasthenia? Um, So when I was younger, um, around 10 or 12 is when I started to have symptoms, but they just went unnoticed for a long time. I did sports and just randomly when I hit 10 or 12, I just wasn't able to run the same. Um, I wasn't able to throw just all the sports that I excelled in. I just went from coming first to like dead last. And my family, my coaches, my friends, they all would ask me, what's going on with you? Why are you just being lazy? Um, you're not trying hard enough. And really, it was my body. I just physically couldn't do the things that I used to do. Mm-hmm. So when I was 19, that's when I started to have symptoms like double vision. I was coming home from, I was in college at time, coming home at a stop sign, randomly just saw two stop signs. And I just started seeing two, three, four of everything. Um, and I just went on for months. It took me eight months to get um, diagnosed for months having double vision, blurred vision, droopy eyelids to the point where I couldn't open my eyes, trouble smiling, trouble speaking. So I also have tr- uh, trouble with articulation as well. MG, myasthenia gravis, causes severe muscle weakness. So any muscle at any time is just up for grabs with MG. So I never know what to get each and every day. It's a disease that fluctuates. So I wake up one minute, I'm fine. And within a matter of seconds, I could be having double vision. And with double vision, my eye alignment is off. So it looks like my eyes are looking at each other, saying hello. It's just I never know what I'm going to get. Um, and when you are talking about neuromuscular, that just means the communication between your brain and your muscles, it gets interrupted but, um, due to an antibody. And that just causes the weakness um, in your muscles. I love it. She's so educated on her disease. And I think that's a beautiful thing because a lot of times, we shy away from learning about it. And uh, since I've been doing this podcast, I've had primary progressive for 20 years, but each time I learn something different because they say no two people are alike. So I assume that with MG, no two people are alike either. Yep, we're all different. Stuff. And I noticed with minorities, with MG and uh, MS, since MG is the sister to MS, that mm-hmm. they're a lot alike. They're very, very similar. And like you said, the beginning of the day could be good. Five minutes later or the afternoon, you could take a nap. Now, how has that affected your career as far as you? She also worked in the medical field. How has that affected your career as far as work? So when I was diagnosed in, uh, 19, when I was 19, it affected me because I was in college at the time. So just imagine going through all that, trying to, you know, go to school. I was in infusions when I, when after I got diagnosed. So just all that still plays to this day um, when I'm working. So if I have a flare up while I'm at work, I have to learn how to manage through. Sometimes I'm not comfortable always disclosing right away that I have this condition. So I just have to learn how to, you know, be. That's part Maneuver of being around it. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's hard having uh, autoimmune disease and then 
you get to that great job and then you have to be clear for 90 days. And you don't even know in your own mind if 90 days okay. is clear. And then you're going through that. So I get that. When you first got diagnosed, in what ways did it change your life outside of, you know, of course, it's dramatic, the hit, but what ways do you feel like it changed your your outlook, your your present, your future? How do you mm -hmm. feel that it that it affects? My apologies, Mom. No, it's okay. That's a great question. Um, and I love answering this question. Um, when I was diagnosed at 19, I was super young. So I was in the hospital for seven days when I was diagnosed. So it took them seven days to give me that myasthenia gravis diagnosis. When I had finally heard that, I was relieved and happy, but that soon faded away. I just became really depressed. I kept asking, why is this happening to me? Because I was able to do things way before that I couldn't do no longer. I had to learn my, it was like learning my body all over again. Like listening to my body, what I can and what I cannot do. And then one second I'll be able to do something. And within a matter of a minute, I'm not able to do that anymore. So it was very frustrating. Um, I was constantly mad at myself. I felt like somewhere down the line I caused this. So I was feeling a lot of guilt and shame. And then, you know, People see me all the time and I look so healthy and I get a lot of comments, um, you look fine, nothing's wrong with you. But on the inside, I'm going through a lot. So it was just a lot that I had to do. I just felt like I had to put on this facade that everything was great and really behind closed doors, I was falling apart. So it wasn't until 2020 where I was like, okay, I can't keep going through the cycle of being negative, being nasty yeah. about it. I have to change my mindset and really embrace this. So that's yeah. when I started sharing my story. And my mental health just started doing a lot better. It was like a yeah. Yes. Um, I love your fight. I um, had a conversation with her and I was telling her from my own personal experience that having being diagnosed so young, the only thing that kept me going was having my daughter. So I wondered as what kept you driven? Like you're fighting for you, but what kept you fighting for you? What in your mind, your mentality do what do you say to yourself to say, hey, today's a bad day? Or but what do, how do you empower yourself? And what advice would you have to somebody who is going through the same thing? Maybe some of the things you learned. Mm -hmm. So my parents are very, they're tough love. <laughs> so um, they just um, put that mentality of keep going one day at a time. You got to keep moving, keep going. So that's a mentality that I adopted. I didn't have a choice whether to stop, take a break. I just had to keep, because life is going to keep going. So you got to keep up. So uh, even though with um, when you have autoimmune diseases or any type of disability or illness, you're kind of 15 or 15,000 steps behind. I knew that I wanted to play catch up. So it's just like always just keep going, just keep going. So that's the mentality that I have. And little sayings like one day at a time, take it day by day, just keep going. They kind of motivated me and kept me going. I would post them everywhere so I could yeah. see it. Yeah, affirmations. Affirmations, right? Yep. Yeah, affirmations are definitely uh they definitely will keep you going. I have one that I I believe I it's um I am beautiful. I'm a creator. I am strong. I am blessed. I am my business. I definitely get that. I love the, the empowerment quotes. Um, what adjustments did you have to make in your life with this disease? Uh, what adjustments did you have to make? Um, so like I said before, I really wasn't listening to my body or I would, I would always push things to the limit. Like I had to prove to myself and everybody else that I wasn't sick. So my body finally told me, Hey, you keep doing this and you, I'm going to show you. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay. So I started juicing. Um, I just started going, you know, making sure that I am tracking my symptoms, you know, communicating with my doctor 
so some there were things that I was going through like joint problems and you know my shoulder blades were hurt for years and I just would just deal with it I didn't know that I could like speak up about it so I just learned to just use my voice and just really listen to my body and there are certain things that I cannot do and that's okay. And I just need to be honest about it. Asking for help when I need it. I do not like asking for help. Now I'm learning like, hey, if you don't ask for help, you're going to just keep struggling and that's on you. So, and just being more vocal about my journey and what I'm going through because if you don't speak up and if you don't say anything, people don't know. If you don't explain to people, they don't understand. Especially by looking at me, I look so healthy. You look so healthy. Yes. Don't know. So the more we speak up, I know it's very common in our community, the black community, to not speak about everything and to keep it under the rug. But if you don't close mouths, don't get fed. So if you don't speak up, people won't know. People won't be able to help you. People won't understand. And the more that I started explaining myself, people were like, okay, she's going through a lot. Let me not. You know, people start to, people are empathetic. You just have to give them a chance to be empathetic. There you go. And if they're not, just move them out the way. Exactly. Like Cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and yeah. paste, cut and paste. So we know you don't have any children uh, yeah, or spouse or, you know, children or survive. How I, you don't have, you can go, like I said, thin or deep. Relationship-wise with a boyfriend or, you know, with an autoimmune disease, I don't focus on. I know I'm, hey, I'm me. I look good regardless. I'm, you know, I might have, you know, these things out of my control. But being young, because you're at the age, you're at the young, that vibrant dating age, out, you know, and dropping it like it's hot stage, and you're very wise beyond your years. You're able to articulate what you're going through, how you're going through it, and how it makes you feel. So, since I'm our, I've been in a relationship for a while. So, how do you approach that date? That would be my question. So, 19, 20, I feel like now I'm able to, now I'm wise, now I'm able to articulate a lot better. But before I'm, really didn't like talking about it. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how. Um, I felt really awkward when I did talk about it because people didn't understand. Um, I had people where I did disclose and open up to them and it was like going in one ear and not the other. They could really care less. So I just, sometimes um, there are people that will, like I have twitches. Um, my eyes, my face will just twitch because of my medication side effects and people will see that and they'll ask me questions. So I don't mind telling them about it. It just depends. So I just kind of pick and choose who's worth telling and when I have to. Some people don't need to know. Some people do. So it's just learning as I grow, honestly. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay, now think about this. What are your strengths and what are your weaknesses with the disease? I'll give you an example. Okay. My strengths, the things that I, I, I can function, but my weaknesses, well, let me let me clear it. Excuse me. I'm not articulating wrong. Again, please, you guys, this is a podcast. I have a mess sometimes. The words is right there in front of my face, in front of my brain, but I can't see it. It's fog. So what I'm trying to say is my pet peeve of this disease wasn't when I was in the wheelchair. My pet peeve was my vision. So what is your, like I said, your strength and your weakness? I just share what my weakness was. Just being up. That was my weakness. I guess my weakness would be, I don't know. I guess my speech. Is that what you're? Yeah, yeah. What, I, what I mean, let me articulate better. When I mean strengths or weakness, what are you're good about speaking up? That would be your strength. Okay. Your weakness is what? What's that one thing about this disease that irritates you? Oh, okay. I can. That's we can go off. We might be here for a couple hours if you ask me that. <laughs> I guess. Um, I like consistency. I like to know. I like to. The unpredictableness about it. You don't know what you're going to get. I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> um, right there. 
And I guess to go along with that, on days when I really need my body and my MD to work with me, it's like when it just, you know, decides to show me, hey, I'm still here. You have a left me. Another thing that I don't like is, I guess, the fact that it doesn't, it's invisible. You know, people can't see what you're going through. Um, right, they feel like we have a tattoo on our forehead. Right. I guess another strength would be, I guess, the benefit of having this, it, teach you, it teaches you how to be resilient. It teaches you how to multitask. You become yeah. very creative and innovative because you have to learn how to maneuver and move and, you know, and just deal with things. And it also teaches you the reality of life. Sometimes life is not always, you know, cookie cutter. I, I yeah. felt like I was very sheltered. And then when I got sick, it like taught me life. Like, okay, okay. this is the reality. You know, and it teaches, it just opens your eyes. It teaches you how people are. You learn how people are once you have this. It just teaches you a lot. And that was my next question. So, but you already know right into it was great. I was going to ask you, what has this battle taught? What has this battle taught you about yourself? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was. Even when people say I'm not, I know I'm strong because you have to be strong to have this. Not really, but like we said, God gives the, his strongest, his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. Yeah. yeah, I just believe that. That's something that keeps me motivated as well. And I feel like everything happens for a reason. And might, you might not see it right now, but there is always a bigger picture. A bigger so, picture. Yep. And it just taught me that I am very innovative. I'm creative. It taught me that I'm very empathetic because when, when people aren't empathetic, it teaches you that, well, okay, I have this that they don't. So yeah. it just, it just taught me that I need to ask for help. I didn't know that I wasn't, I was awful at that. Um, it just taught me that I need to be um, more honest with, about my journey and about myself because I kind of kept that quiet for a long time. Now, does the weather affect your body? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So okay. um, are kind of what weather for me? Rain always makes my body ache. I love the oh, rain. Really? And start aching. Oh wow. And yeah, and the cold. The okay. Cold, my mind so okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, summertime heat, sun, uh, and MG do not mix. Yeah. So I love summer, but my body just I'm learning now that it just makes me completely. Yeah, very fatigued, weak, um, and then extremely cold weather. Um, I love the cold. Well, I'm from uh, New Jersey, so I'm used to snow, but now that I'm living down south, I hate it now. Yeah, extremely cold house. weather. Yep. Um, yeah. So now I want to dig into Lex the MG Warriors. So, <laughs> started your own page and tell me. What's your vision? What's your goal? Tell me about Lex and G Warrior. Yeah, so um, when I started telling my story, the one thing that I said before I put myself out there was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be myself. So I didn't want to do it if it was going to be fake or ungenuine or anything like that. I wanted to be true to myself and I wanted to be my truth the way I wanted to do it. So I'm very creative. I love to create things. So I was like, okay, let me do a YouTube channel. So I started my YouTube channel, Lex the MG Warrior, and pretty much there's only three videos now. But um, my first video that got a lot of views, a lot more than I was expecting, um, was just me pretty much just saying, you know, putting up pictures of my real story, the the, the good and the bad. Um, it starts off with the pretty pictures, and then you go into the pictures of you when your your face is all messed up and your eyes are all oogly, you're just looking a hot mess. But I wanted to show. My um, intentions with my YouTube channel or my Instagram is to show the good and the bad because people are going through it. I want to be that person that I needed when I was 19 years old. So that's my vision and that's my goal. I'm not sure what it's going to look like, 
because I'm sure as I grow and as I keep going, it's going to change. But that's my story. I believe uh, I have towels in my downstairs in my kitchen, and it says, "Be the change you want to see." So I love that you said you want to be that person that you needed at that time. Yeah, uh, that you need to hear. And you know, when I got diagnosed, there was no social media. I was that's back in '01. There was no. That's when social media was starting to bloom, but it wasn't, it was my space. There was nowhere where you could go to. I mean, you could be part of the MS Society. You could do all that. And I, my cousin, shout out to her. She planted the seed because then she used to say, why don't you, why don't you go and start a support group? And I said, I don't like support groups. They have you feeling worse than what you felt when you left. I don't want to go that. I said, but I will come up with something that says, this is some bullshit, but we're going to thrive through it. Yeah. This is some garbage, but we're going to thrive through it and we're going to make it. So seeing people like you who are going through this tough battle, gorgeous, young, just getting their life started, but you, you are the, let me repeat it again. I want to, at the end of my show, I always certify you, certify somebody one sick beat. And you, I'm getting ready to serve. First of all, do you have any advice for anybody else? Or anything else you want to say, this is your this is your turn. Anything okay. you want to say? Yeah. So when you had mentioned support groups, uh, it just made me think that um, I started doing uh, this thing I call Warrior Wednesday. So every Wednesday, I host a um, a Zoom for anybody that has a chronic illness that wants to just come and talk about you know what's really going on. And I kind of pick topics each week. So this week today, we're talking about inclusivity. So and what that means to us. You know, just being included in things and being seen because we're not seen a lot. So that's something that I also do. But um, any advice? Honestly, it would be to learn everything you can and don't be afraid to speak up because I felt like, especially being so young, I felt like I didn't have a voice when I was in the room with my doctors. So learn as much as you can, speak up, and just remember that, you know, things happen for a reason and that even though you're going through hell and pain, why would you stop? You got to keep going. You know, it's, I guess another piece of advice would be to embrace it. You know, unfortunately, this is something that happens. So you might as well get, get with the program and get you with it. You gotta get that handicap sticker, that, yep. that rule. Whatever that means. Yeah, whatever that means to whoever, whatever you gotta do. And just, and that life will go on. Life can be good. Cause for a while, I didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't understand that. And, you know, that MG or whatever your, your diagnosis is, it's only, words it's only a label you get to make it what it is so you can allow it to be you or you can you know put yourself in front of it and say okay i have mg but mg doesn't have me i'm still so much more than that so i guess that's my advice i love it so this is the part where i say girl you are amazing you are authentic you're very creative you're driven you are definitely more of an MG, but it's so beautiful that you can be the face of energy because you're strong enough to speak up and help others. And that's the amazing point. I mean, the amazing part about you that I love. You want to speak up, not for your own, yeah, for your reason, for your own self, but to speak up to help other people. And with that being said, the definition of one sick B is a strong individual that fights through unimaginable, undeniable, Courageous battle that life throws at us without warning, without warning, but we refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. So I, one sick B, want to certify you as one sick B. 
And I want to thank you for sharing your story, your experience, your expertise. Can you please tell them what your webpage, how they can find you and your YouTube, how they can reach out to you? Okay, yeah. Um, so my YouTube channel is Lexa MG Warrior and my Instagram is underscore L-X-Y-G-E-E, Lexi G. All right. Well, thank you, Lex, for coming on One Sick Bee Podcast. And remember, at all times, you are the definition of One Sick Bee. And keep on thriving and soaring the world with with you. And I love who you are. So keep being you and helping everybody else. And thank you for going through your own battle, but empowering other people. For you, empathy, sympathy, whichever one, you have it all. And I want you to keep on thriving. And when you get to the top, I'm going to cheer you on. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on and certifying me. (laughs) Thank you. You are so welcome. So everybody take care and have a good day. And thank you for listening to One Sick Bee Podcast. I know you got more. Let's not forget the guys in the strongest soldiers to war. Guys in the strongest soldiers to war. Every day you fight, but every day you getting up to perform. And when you think there's nothing left, you gotta know you got more. Let's not forget the guys in the strongest soldiers to war. Guys in the strongest soldiers to war.